TKO fans, uh, the boy. Hey, <laughs> Straight off the bat. Rusty. We're rusty. <laughs> That's it. Us. Phone's on silent, boys. Fuck. <laughs> F- five weeks between uh, between drinks, knockoff nation, but the boys are back on deck, coming at you from the uh, Village Green Studios. The TKO Christmas special is upon us. We're yeah. one week out from Christmas. Cheers, boys. To Danny and to Chris and all of Knockoff Nation, uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Trying to finish this year with an absolute banger. We've got some runs on the board this year and 2018 uh, is where we earn that retirement cash. (laughs) 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 We settled that contract. Yeah, we settled that contract dispute. That's why we haven't been on air. There's, we said... 15 grand in it, and we meant it. So, <laughs> now we're getting that paper, that boom gang. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of gang shit. It has been a good year though, man. We've, we've had on some really interesting people and I'm um, just pumped for the holidays, man. How, how good a holiday, seriously. The holiday season when you've got the mental security as a sports fan knowing that we got the urn. Well, the, ashes has ret- <laughs> the ashes has returned. To Australia, Australia this afternoon sealing a 3-0 victory in the cricket at the Wacker. The last ever test match at the Wacker. It was an unbelievable turn of events really where both teams just got huge runs in the first dig. Then the Aussies, the Aussie quicks just wore them down with the ball again. Hazelwood was outstanding. Smith, Marsh, Redemption, 3-0. It's games on serve really at the moment in the Ashes where we go there and we'll lose them. Then we'll come out here and we'll just brain them. So I'm... From here, I'd say Australia 5-0 at this point. There's no coming back for the Pommies. They're, right. Pommies are already calling it uh, in the media over there tour de source where they've it's been a couple of off-field things that personally me as a as a bloke who likes getting on the piss and knows blokes and stuff, and really non-events, but the the media has chosen to target that to try and... Tour de sources and they've all been on it? Yes. Yeah, there's been a head... Up, yeah. head uh, Johnny Bairstow, their wicketkeeper... Uh, headbutted one of the Aussie players at a pub one night. Like no, oh, nothing, really? re- nothing really serious. Oh, if you I ask those that. guys, and then that. Yeah, yeah, another fella squashed. on their team, uh, Duckett, he poured a. He, he hasn't got a game out here. He's basically a Kentucky tourist, really. Like not not getting a game, just playing the warm up matches only. Not and rooting good heaps of twenty one year olds. <laughs> Would be uh, yeah, I guaranteed. Like, <laughs> Facts. Not mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> so he he pours a schooner on uh, James Anderson, who's their out and out senior fast bowler, like five hundred Test wickets, is a, a stud in his own right. You got the the rookie Kentucky tourist pouring a skewy on his head at the pub. They're all getting that blind and shit. Oh, so yeah. but sort of derailed their campaign a little bit. But um, to the Aussie credit, man, we've been we've been strong all round. Like we've, we've managed to get it done. So and so uh, does the do the rest of the series get played over there? No, no, two games to go. So Boxing Day test at the MCG, uh, which loses a bit of sting too. Like, unfortunately, it'd be good to be getting to that test if it was if it was still alive and yeah. would add a bit of sort of so pepper the to that but origin thing. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. at the same time, man, there's going to be there'll still be ninety five thousand to one hundred thousand there on Boxing Day watching that getting to, absolutely mortal. Absolutely, still <laughs> still nursing the Christmas Day hangover. Really, yeah. where you're just topping up from Christmas Day. So it'd be like going to the UFC in Brisbane, Dan. Like, was that? That was a morning session for us on a Sunday morning. That was we in Feb there. though, wasn't it? Um, that wasn't any kind of like holiday lead-in. No, it wasn't, but still yeah. people on the piss on a Saturday night yeah. though. So you're dealing with that I, hangover. I pretty much if you vowed. went to day two or three at the yeah. at the MCG, it'd be pretty messy, mate. Yeah. Like mm. If you bought a ticket in, the, ticket in the cheap seats and we're just amongst the gen pop, it would be saucy as fuck. Yeah. So the, the uh, entire crowd drinks... Pretty much, man. Really? Yeah. Oh. First, you can buy tickets in certain bays where you know it's 
a festi. Like, so you got a Bay 13 at the MCG, whether you're going there for AFL or cricket. If you buy a ticket in Bay 13, you know it's a ah, piss up. Ah, so mm. but, but a booze. That's right. Yeah. Friendly, 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 yeah. <laughs> friendly crew. And you yeah. can get you can get the vast majority of the stadium is licensed at but at any sporting event where you go to yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. That's where they make their money is on alcohol. Yeah, right. exactly. So but much. it just seems to affiliate with cricket more because you got you sit there in the sun and you watch yeah. for extended periods of time and it's a long day out there. Yeah. If, you've, if you've ever been to a game of Test cricket, you know it's a it's a long day. Like it's for the for the purists and that's why the big bash is going so well. That starts this week and it's three hours. So yeah. you go out there, you're getting entertained. There's music between each ball. It's like it's a, a cricket party. Like if mm. it dead set be worth going to a night at the Big Bash, man, you'd, you'd get uh, some enjoyment out of it. Oh, absolutely. It, as not non-cricket fans, you'd still be like, fuck, this is all right. Like most definitely. Yeah, bit, absolutely, bit man. man. Collective energy and atmosphere mm. and alcohol makes everything better. Yeah. You know? Just go watch, go watch Linny do his thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shout out. He was, he was one of the guests <laughs> of, of 17, Chris Lynn. That was a, a barn burner and he's, He's got his work cut out for him now, heading towards the Big Bash. It's uh, mm. that's only only launching this week, so nothing but love, man. We hope he just gets on that absolute heater and uh, just entertains us again. Yeah. Is uh, is the Ashes up there with your favourite sporting moments or most? It's big every year. Of yeah. Twenty seventeen. As, as a sports fan, it is big, but um, geez, there, there has been so many for mm. me. One of the one of them the happened earlier in the year in. In March or April, whenever it's played, but one of the out and out sporting things for me this year was seeing Sergio Garcia win a green jacket. Like widely touted. He grew up in the same era as Tiger. So he's been playing against Tiger Woods since these guys are nineteen, twenty years old. And always had that stigma around him and it might have been one of those dreaded things that he was that it was his cross to bear for a retirement sort of thing, but not being labelled the Best player not to win a major. So you, you don't want that. Like the, if you're known as the best player ne- who just never won one of the big four. So if yeah. you, you, you didn't win a Masters, you didn't win a US Open, you didn't win a PGA and you didn't win a British Open. Like right. you, did, you didn't get one of the big four. You won an absolute fuckload of golf tournaments, but you never got one of the big ones, which really adds credibility. Like it's right. one of those sports that like, look, great player, nah, ne- never contended in the majors. Like you need to win the big ones uh, in that sport okay. to get notoriety. And that's where a guy like Tiger... Tigers won 18 majors. Right, majors. Compared to anyone on tour now, it's just mm. like... Is, is, that, is it similar to tennis? Is there, a, is there like a terminology that they give it like where you win all four in one year? That's a Grand Slam. Yeah. So they copy that from tennis where if you okay, want... Okay, same, same yeah, thing. Yeah. There's four Grand Slams and if you win a, a proper Grand Slam is having all four in one calendar in one year. one calendar year, that's exactly. Outrageous. Unheard of. Yeah. How many people have done that ever? I think the most recent to do it was Nadal. Right. Nadal's done it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. Rafael Nadal is a stud. Mm. Has anybody ever done it in golf? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Pe- people yeah. have. Tiger has. Um, Tiger has, yeah. And, um, in a calendar year? Another one for me. Yes, yes. Yeah, for sure. Tiger is like a stud and is looking to come back in 2018. He'd be one of my highlights looking forward to 2018, seeing him at this recent tournament that right. he played where he reckons his back's actually okay for the first time in years and... He's had three back surgeries, so he's Ooh. he's looking back now, going, "I'm coming back in." Like 2018 could be my year, and he competed with these guys really well recently. But another event, though, that was that was massive for me was the Australian Open uh, tennis tournament. Like it was a week before Federer. 
Federer, Federer winning and it was the week leading up to me becoming a dad. Ah. So we're, we're at home chilling in the aircon the whole time, knowing that we can't really go far because it could inevitably happen like at any time. So we watched a shitload of the tennis in the mm. night session where we end up watching um, – we're watching the tennis – uh, Federer v Warinka was the semi-final. The two Swede, uh, two Swiss playing off against each other. So we were sitting there watching the watching the game, and uh, basically like having um, contractions and shit the whole time, like waiting waiting for him to basically go to the hospital, sort of thing. So we stayed to watch the end of the fifth set because we would, like, it just worked out that way with like the timing between them. Babe, sort of hang thing. on. So, fucking hang on. Hang on a minute. No, 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 no. Break point. Like, yeah. It's fucking break point. You just chill. <laughs> just chill. Like, imagine that sort of shit. But, um, Deuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on, yeah, hang on. No, we're good here. Like, so it was like, um, we end up sort of, end up seeing the end of the game before going and then the night of coming home, we ended up seeing the final. So we watched the, probably, the missed the first set but got home yeah, from right. the hospital for the final and shit too. So that's all the whole thing started. That's to all, yeah, that's always something that'll stick with me forever too. Mm. So that that's that, that was a huge one. But yeah, him him and Garcia getting his getting his green jacket and not being a bloke that hasn't won a major now, he can sort of settle comfortably and know that he's in that elite company. That was that was really cool mm. too. Mm. Yeah. Fuck man, it'd be hard to uh hard to go past the state of O, the fucking the Queensland comeback in game three. That was uh that was magic. Two. <laughs> two is where they came back. That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but put an absolute fucking thumping on them in game. Oh three. man. <laughs> man, oh, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was just that it was that real sort of there was and I have to admit, even as a Queenslander, there was an air at the beginning of that series that it was like, this could be the turning of the tide. This mm. is like, you know, all our yeah. best guys are aging. We had the fu- we had Thurston out, like yep. Goat, yep. Goat was out and, and, and to come back like that and to and still, clinch the series. Still put it to him. <laughs> That's gold. Bryce, taking a sip of his mm. wine. <laughs> not, not his favourite yeah. moment of 2017 at all. Still just trying to get it to numb me. Like, yeah. Anytime it's mentioned. Like, no. uh, fruit, uh, fruit, fruitless years. But I mean, you can't you can't look past. Uh, I mean, as much as probably for me, the hype was more than the actual fight itself. Mm. But you know, we had Connor Connor Floyd this yeah. year. I think it was probably on like fucking eight of our of our podcast titles. Of course, that, that's, <laughs> we, we broke it down for months. Yeah, but. that's right up there too. That's yeah. one of the biggest. Like I said, yeah. probably my most special. But yeah. in terms of the biggest, that's a yeah reigning yeah. defending like that yeah. was an enormous event. Well, mm. we broke that down ad nauseum in. Look, it was uh, that was a, a really really fun period of following all that media, and now, now that that fight's finally put to bed, and I hope now McGregor and he's confirmed basically that he's going back to mixed martial arts. So that's a that's a win for us all. Was that in a statement, or I think he said something only recently, like in the last sort of forty eight hours. Like, okay. no, it's back to MMA now. Awesome. That was always awesome. a, that was always yeah. a one off. But so. he's he's contractually obligated to the UFC still, and and that's the I think the the. The dummy that he threw fans during the the Floyd fight was that, you know, hey, I'm a free agent now. And mm. I bought it, you know, like I, I thought, geez, why would the UFC let him out of his, you know, let him out of his contract to do that? Mm. But then it's only been in recent times where there's been, you know, the, com- the, the dialogue about him chatting to Manny Pacquiao and all that sort of stuff around. The Dana's just come out and squashed that shit, you know, and like he, uh, he's just like, that, he's under contract with us. So he wants to fight him, I'll sue him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Any so idea of how many fights? Is on that contract left? No, no. Mm. Wouldn't be many because Connor never used to sign for many. Mm. 
Like, he, he's never been an Anderson Silva type where he signed for, like, eight fights or anything like that. He's always been, a, like, a two-fight sort of contract with Connor. Based on his sort of payments, he'd have a right to be able to come back to the UFC and ask twenty WME to IMG for, yeah, I was going to say between 10 to 20. Yeah, that's probably what he'd fight for, you're right. Because a lot of his show, that'd be... When people were getting five and six million dollar pays, that was all time for the US. Yeah, so yeah, he's mm. got a right to basically double that. So yep. I think I think they'd probably pay him fifteen, and then he'd be able to get these endorsements, which would match or exceed that. Yeah, so. he he got what did he get in his last outing in the UFC three? As Might a, have been. At yeah. three, as his like as his show money sort of thing. So mm. you know, and then all the rest of it would just be undisclosed. But forty thousand from Reebok. Yeah, for, don't forget the 40k from Reebok. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that, so fucked. They showed the card on the weekend that it's only just fought now, and there's guys that have been in the in the UFC for a long time who have they were given free reign to go out and accrue sponsors of their own for their short would be able to absolutely knock the money out of the yeah, park. Yeah, exactly. I think they owe that to them. It's yeah. almost look. I understand it gives it credibility by giving it a uniform feel, but just make. You could uniform people with sponsors. Yeah. Look, you can put a sponsor here and you can put a sponsor here on your shorts. That's you, all you can do. Hey, did do you, you notice fucking Robbie Lawler had uh, American ethanol on his mouthpiece? Is that above board with Reebok? You can still Probably. put a sponsor on your mouthpiece? Probably. Must be able to. Mm. It'd be that's, yeah, that's funny though. Like he's had them for they, ages. Yeah, as soon as they like uh, flashed to him, it was like he was showing it. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably Exa- got fucking five grand for exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. There'd be a price on everything. It was, a, it was a trip out when that, that sort of information came out based around how much in that Conum of, uh, mm. Connor and Floyd fight, how much the sponsorship Patches on their shorts and shit mm. went for. You That's know? right. Like, this is the waistband is this much. And, Floyd you know? was getting 500 for wearing his hat to the... Yeah. The but did he wear a hat? I think he did, but he had the mask on as well. That's right. He came out with the mask Because he's like, on. this is the ultimate burglary. Yeah. Like, is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he I'm just an, was I'm that an, confident. He's like, here, yeah. I'm stealing... Three hundred million dollars here, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of like this guy agreed to on the internet. Like, yeah. That was his mentality towards it. Mm. He yeah. was like, mm. "Look, I just know I can beat this guy." Yeah, and in the end, did like yeah. I, I watched that fight. I've watched that fight again since. It was on. Uh, I've watched the epilogue. Have you seen that on YouTube? No. Like the Showtime, who do who did all the build up. They've gone ahead and done epilogue to it, where they show you a video of <laughs> fight night and like <laughs> co- like D Devlin's got the. Um, Connor Jr. next to her in the pram and she's like, oh, fuck Connor. Like, as he's like starting to get lit up as Floyd's starting to come good and they show the, the parents and Floyd's kids and shit. It's good, man. Ah, well, well put together piece of yeah. seeing what it's like when you're on the friends and family side of the experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it, like, and, and like I said, that for me was the, the main thing, the main draw for it was all of that sick promo and hype yeah. and everything that went behind it. Because, I mean, the fight was, the fight was, Good as well, like probably one of the better boxing matches that I've watched. I'm not the biggest boxing fan, um, so obviously you know that's that's where the you know casual fan comes into it for a freak mm. event like that sort of thing. But when I started hearing fucking you know talk lately of him fighting Manny and shit, I was just like, yeah. oh, my dick was absolutely flaccid. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> MMA fans want to see him fight in MMA, you know, yeah. and and because MMA is so much more decisive than boxing. You know, like you're you're much more likely to see Connor knock someone out with four ounce gloves on, or you know, or get finished. And he is one of those dudes that sort of is, you know, 
kill or be killed sort of thing, Nate Diaz back. Mm. So, and that's why people love to tune into him fight. It's because not only does he hype it, but he also like delivers mm. on, on fight night, mm. you know, delivers mm. exciting fights that people want to see. What know? do you, what, what do you want to see? Like, who do you want to see him fight? <clears throat> what do you think makes sense want, in 2018? Uh, Tony. Tony. It has Tony to be Tony. Yeah. Tony's got a, is Tony in, draw though? Does Tony sell? Tony's got the interim belt he when Connor's the me. champion for the for the division. Like it's all, they're almost inevitably stuck there, and let, they would almost have to have Connor relinquish sort of thing. So, I think um, unless he that's the that's the fight to make, and I think uh, I heard um, that most recent. I don't know if it's the most recent, but the Big Brown breakdown with Josh Thompson or whatever, and his quality. He, yeah, yeah. Josh, Thompson's I like Josh fucking, Thompson. Yeah, savage yeah, man. Yeah. I, I like Good that dude. dude. Forty. Fucking yeah, like, he's still a dime piece yeah. unit. <laughs> yeah. Like Josh, the mm. great Nick punk, man. absolutely yeah. punk. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sharp, and I think there's there's some validity to it. Was saying, you know, GSP took that fight. GSP took that middleweight fight as an opportunistic sort of. Yeah. This is somebody oh, that I yeah. think I can I can beat the belt. I don't necessarily have plans of hanging around. Like whether he has you know legitimate health issues at the moment or not, he's. He's you know come in made hay while the sun's shining on on an opportunity and he's gonna and he's gonna sink back into you know the chill space and if you know everything went I don't know if they if they were able to make it you know if Connor Connor would obviously have to relinquish his lightweight belt and then GSP makes his way back down to middleweight and then they make welterweight you know yeah this, yeah. this time next year or even earlier maybe they make. A, uh, a welterweight super fight because both of those guys are huge sells. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, T, yep. T Ferg isn't isn't the biggest seller yet, and Khabib is you know Khabib in Russia maybe that would that would be fucking pretty off the hook. He's he's fighting on December thirty, which um you know fingers and toes crossed that he fucking he he makes it to the octagon. Mm. How confident was Josh Thompson that Khabib would just bash it? Everyone. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, he was like... He's my training partner, bro. I feel him every day. I hate it. I hate going with him. Mm. Like, he's just yeah. going to beat anyone up, man. It's a, it's a mismatch. It was, just a, it was just a question of when for him, not if. Mm. Yeah. He, he didn't think like, we'd ever see that fight. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't think we're ever going to... Like, wouldn't surprise me the way the division works out and if could be about to go to 170 and shit like that. Yeah. So, and he's from, like... That's the thing. I just hope he can make fucking... Mm. He's got to fight Edson Barbosa, but... Uh, I personally think that Khabib will smash Edson Barbosa, man. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I, and I love Edson. Like, I feel like Big Brown, man. I'm just throwing him under the bus, honey. I get squashed and then, but but I love him. Like that's yeah. Big Brown. That's Big <laughs> Brown's go-to. But just think, script, uh, Khabib's wrestling is just going to be too strong for. for yeah. Him. If he gets his hold of him, he's going to end up like Michael Johnson. Like everybody that's ever fought Khabib, mm. like everybody that Khabib has ever fought, even through to. You know, 170-pound title challenger Rafael dos Anjos, mm. like he manhandled him, you know? And he, he's undefeated, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you see RDA Robbie on the weekend? No, no, I didn't I didn't see it. But, he looked um, great. RDA, RDA looked yeah. great, man. Yeah. He was he – he's did. arrived at 170. Is, he looked rejuvenated and energetic. Like he went 25 – Hard minutes, man. Yeah, you don't fight Robbie yeah. Lawler and go twenty five with it just being good point. No, mm. good yeah. point. Like it's, but it's, um, early in one of those rounds, it it the commentators were calling it was from a leg kick, but um, uh, RDA was chopping at his. Uh, I can't remember which leg. It, I think it was his right leg, whichever mm. his lead leg was. 
But well, Robbie, he, it's his right. Yeah. Right, yeah. But he actually had something going on with his left leg. It looked like his knee. And it, every time he'd go back to his corner, they were sort of like being really sort of surreptitious about the shit that they were saying because it was obviously like some sort of issue that was going on. He said, I, I, when I went down, that something strange happened to the knee and he was kind of, his coach was like whispering in his ear and stuff like that away from the camera so yeah, none of the commentators gotcha. could actually hear it or it could get to any of the doctors. But I think by about the third or the fourth round, you could see that he legit couldn't move on it anymore. He was like, he was pretty much propping himself up on the back of the cage so that like, because every time he'd come forward and he'd have to move that left leg, it'd just buckle out under Uh. him and he couldn't even like stand up anymore. So he had no forward attack. He just had to wait for RDA to come to him. Still just fucking throwing bombs like it was going out of style. Just the the fucking toughest individual. Like in the second, there was... um, he, there was he the, blew the, his wad for like 23 seconds. RDA man. poured on this combo that was, um, f- I think it was either 48 or 55 punches mm. in, in like it in was. the space of fucking 20 seconds or something like that. RDA did. Yeah. RDA 23 did. 23 seconds. Completely they fucking like emptied his, emptied his tank, just fucking throwing full 100% behind every single shot. Ripping to the body. Robbie's what? just fucking... Like ducking and weaving and just like blocking a lot of them, but copping a lot of them as well, man. And then everyone was saying, "Oh, you know, fucking RDA is going to completely yeah. gassed himself he blew his out wad. here." Yeah. But to his credit, man, his his cardio is not to be <laughs> fucked with. He went for another fucking three hard rounds right. after that. Yeah. God damn it! God yeah. damn it! It was a hell of a fucking grinding fight, man. It was <laughs> like oh. I mean, never is there a fight with Robbie Lawler where where it looks like you get off easy. You know, mm. it's it's always that fucking. Does he fight T Wood? Proper war. Or does he fight Covington? Don't know. Yeah, I yeah. saw Covington was calling for it, but I also saw Wonderboy was throwing his name in the mix. Yeah, Wonderboy, Wonderboy has no interest for me whatsoever. You know, a, a, against Woodley or anything like yeah. that. You know, Who's like a, I mean, you cannot sell that. A he third looked, time. he looked great in his most recent. Performance. Yeah, he did. Who he was did, that again? He did. Who, um, was that? Uh, Who did he fight? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, Pons and Ibio actually right. called for the title shot after yeah. he beat. Um, <laughs> I'm pumping your brakes, man. That's, that's <laughs> Mike. <laughs> that's Mike Perry. Like Mike Perry. How did that one like, go down? He got uh, twenty nine, twenty eight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, he got beat Pe- up from what I saw. Perry looked. Perry, Perry looked good in the um, in the first couple yeah. of rounds. It was definitely like he was controlling the octagon and um, and the crowd was behind Perry big time. Yeah. Like mm. He's obviously a favourite, but I, I was. I got to admit, I, I've warmed to him as well. I, I was rooting for him, but um, just couldn't get it done. He just yeah. He he got like yeah. Just Man. just a nasty grinding sort of fucking victory again. Like how was yeah. how was Glover? Like I I had a bet on the card, but ended up losing when Ricardo Lamas got knocked out. Yeah, like, that's a huge yeah. upset. Yeah, like, huge. I, Emmett, I threw huge La- I threw Lamas from in. that Emmett dude as well. Is he a um? Is he a team Alpha male? Team Alpha male. Is yeah. he? Yeah, right. And apparently they were saying that because uh, obviously fucking two of the other dudes on Team Alpha male have fought. Lamas before, so he had yeah. that. He had that insight. Same like thing as that Cody Nola versus Dom. Man, it was like mm. the yeah. He's been Dom thirty times in training. Yeah, camp, yeah, so yeah. That's that right, um man. that fucking TJ Cody No Love UFC two seventeen is probably on one of my highlights for twenty seventeen. Man, yeah, or, or forever in UFC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it served up yeah. a card and a half. You know, it's funny like talking about Conor McGregor and and the whole boxing thing and and. I saw um, I saw like a little snippet video on Instagram of Dana White in some sort of media scrum and saying how, you know, he wasn't sure if Connor was going to come back and how money changes absolutely everything, you know, and it's and it's a completely different thing when you're 
up and coming and hungry to to be willing in there to get like to be willing to go in there to put it all on the line versus when you've got a hundred million dollars sitting in the bank, fucking four cars out the front, a yacht out the back, and 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 whatever else to find that motivation to get in there and fucking get bashed. Yeah. But I thought it was funny after that UFC two seventeen, and I think he's done it from a couple of subsequent cards like the the Max Holloway um, Aldo rematch that just was as well. You notice Connor will put like an like an Instagram post or something that's that's like you know his after the Aldo Max fight it was something like to do with him beating Max after two seventeen yeah. it was something to do with like you know and I think that mm. a, a guy like that the fucking the you know the there's a portion that the the money is not going to bring you it's that fucking adrenaline junkie rush of standing there in front of all mm. of those people fucking screaming your name being the winner being the champion like coming in and i think there's that that element there to connor that like being a you know 29 year old dude in the middle of his fighting prime i don't think there's any money that's going to keep him from fighting at least a couple more times yeah, yeah. It's, it's why people fight into their 40s and shit yeah like, did you see it? one of the uh MMA ones that I saw this week was, and it explains to me a simple point. Michael Bisping had to pay $400,000 yeah, to an ex-manager manager. of him, mate. And that is the exact reason why he fought Kelvin Gastelum. True. Ah, uh, you know I mean? yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. To back up on 11 days after getting choked out by GSP. And what was a tough fight, man. Like yeah. That was a, whether he thought he took damage or not, he did. Like, both, yeah. both guys got punched in the face, good and proper in that fight. That was a... GSP Bisping was awesome. Like I, I love the shit out of that. Yeah, fight. yeah. And uh, to see Bisping get knocked, uh, to get choked out, legit unconscious, and then backing up and fighting a young, hungry bull in Shh. China. Yeah, just yeah. bull in a China shop, legitimately. Yeah. Like yeah. Right, going to China to fight Kelvin Gastelum after having to fly from. Yeah. America back to LA, it then train, then fly no over there. Yeah, and I, I heard That's some to get his, a check to pay this guy that he owes. Man. I heard yeah. some of his logic saying that you know basically he was already in peak condition and it was one training camp but two fights and that and that sort of thing. Where there's probably like some some validity to that, but yeah. it was just really confusing move. Mm. You were like, "Fuck, he's fighting soon." When you heard it announced, and then it was like. Holy shit, that card's on this weekend. Yeah. Like, he's fighting fucking again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's backing Starched. up like tournament specs. And yeah, yeah, did Looks not go well. Bang. Yeah. Lil Kane. And, and just him. all of a sudden, like, puts himself, like, way out of contention for that, yeah. for that but, belt. But he's know? already said that he was going to have his retirement fight in March in Manchester anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, why not squeeze another one in? Especially, like you said, Briss. You know, like, if you know you're about to part with 400k US, you know... Absolutely. Do this one for free? Yeah. Because that'd be Bisping. He'd be on that sort of money. Absolutely. He'd get big backroom bonuses. Yeah, shit, definitely. Man. He'd probably be on 400k. Yeah. And he's, and he's got the career in presenting. No worries, man. He's got exactly. the gift of the gab. Like exactly. he, He's one of the, the select few that get that gig. You know what I mean? Fucking... Headbutt. Yeah. It was a headbutt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rock old, man. Yeah, and you got to look totally. at, at that at a certain point as it's in my interest to actually protect my intellectual ability and my communication yeah. skills and mm. shit like that for yeah. the next phase of my livelihood, you know? Exactly. But then if you, there's some of them just get a rough deal where it's, you know, that they don't have the, the, the social law, you know? Mm. Verbal abilities to be able to do that. So totally. To, yeah. To like few, what are you going? Yeah. To do? <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be doing like some post career thing in Cuba. I but love you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not in English. That's for Strap sure. Strap your uh, your hats on for 2018. If I throw, I'll throw a couple of weight classes at you. I won't. I won't do all of them. 
you could say at the end of 2018 who the champions will be in these divisions. Like, let I'd me bring up the um, let me bring up the full roster of the weight. Yep. Fire her up. So, we go. so ba- based on what we think, it'll just give us a, some credibility in our picks next year. Imagine if we nail all of them. Like, oh, this person will be champ. For, this person will for, be champ. Yeah. There'd be a betting app that you could put but, this on. So well, let's every, face everyone it, should jump on and get on this heavy duty. Well, we probably will though, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon? Well, obviously, do you want to start out at, at the bottom? Do you reckon Demetrius will still have the title, or do you reckon he loses it to TJ? Do or, you think he loses it to Ben Wynn? Oh, absolutely, man. And that fight might materialise real soon because he's on 2-2-1. Ben, ben, ben Wynn got a fight in Perth. He's another, another guest of 2017. I think this guy's just on the up, man. We see him grinding on his social media every day, man, is this kid. With a win I say kid in his fucking hour age. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Dana. <laughs> Am I Dana? Like, uh, <laughs> he fucking... He's on the up, man. But with a win yeah. there? I, like, I think, yeah. If win wins. <laughs> if win wins, he is guaranteed a title shot, surely. He's guaranteed the shot at DJ and, 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 and TJ. And then then Rockhold beats... Oh, Whitaker beats Rockhold and we've got two Aussie champs. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Unbelievable. Uh, that would we've be got, something We've got else. the rankings coming up here. We'll yeah. throw our hats into the ring, but... Um, yeah. Let me just... Reach for the sports almanac. Oh yeah, the one thirty-five pound division will be a difficult one to call. Absolutely, Dillashaw. Very difficult to call. One thirty-five. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Dillashaw, man. Dillashaw. Yeah. Yeah. So Cody tagged him in that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, you you could almost make a strong case for even Dominic Cruz. Mm. Like or Marlon coming. Yeah, Marlon Marlon Morales. Yeah, absolutely. He's a savage. Although he he's he lost his first. His first fight, fight mm. out, but... Just starched yeah. Aljamain Sterling but like two weeks ago. Frankie Edgar, he is a, uh, a training partner of him and um, rates him unbelievably. Says mm. that he's a monster. And if Frankie Edgar is calling you a monster, you know your mm. skills are legit. You reckon you know? we'd ever see Frankie cut back down? Yeah, I think you could potentially, mm. potentially see it. He's if all, he's going to do it, he needs to do it. He like, needs to do it soon. He's not getting any younger. Uh, yeah, but he's but he's still at the very top of the game. Mm. You know, it's crazy. It's, it should be his title shot. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely should, and I think it still will be. You know, but um, but it's incredible how lo- how much longevity Frankie Edgar has really had it out of his career. Thirty five, Danny. Who's the champ at the end of uh, the end of twenty eighteen? This time next year. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe TJ makes that makes that weight down to fight to fight uh, DJ, and then I could see Cody stepping in. But I don't know. I don't know if TJ's gonna. I don't think he'll stay if he wins yeah. it. It'll be a GSP sort of spec. Yeah, I'm a 35er, yeah. but I told you I'd bash that guy. Yeah, like, and I think he could beat Demetrius. Oh, he I absolutely he could, can. Like. It'll just be really interesting to see how he. It's a great fight. Maintains his cardio at that lighter weight class because mm. TJ's got incredible cardio, so I've got no reason to doubt mm. him. No, but that's a, a lot more weight. Another yeah. 10 pounds is a lot more weight. Ooh, you know, it is, isn't it? And he's not he's, he's not shredded. a small 35er. You no. know, like I mean, he's shredded with proper proper big legs on him and all sorts of stuff. You know, mate, I'm willing to throw. Dillashaw in as the champion at the end of 2018. I'm, I'm happy, happy to lock that in. I think he'll be the 135 champion at the end of the yeah. end of the year. He'll yeah. pro- he might fight Dom again in 2018. Oh, and, he'll uh, definitely will. Yeah. I think he could uh, he could get him. Yeah, and I'm a huge Cruz fan, but I think it could be a changing in the guard. Yeah, sort of. yeah, could be one all. I'm I'm going I'm going to go with um, with Dominic Cruz there. 
I think that Bruce, yeah, nice. yeah. I think that he's just always really smart with his career. In I mean, obviously he battles injuries and and he does the commentary and all that sort of stuff. But we've seen him take long absences away from fighting before and just come up, come back and look incredible. You know, so Dom's a real intelligent guy. He doesn't sort of come back unless he's you know on top of his game. And I reckon you'll see Dominic Cruz with that strap at some stage in two thousand eighteen. Forty five. And still Max. Really? Yeah, I've, still, I've, I've always said Frankie still. Edgar giving problems to McGregor and all this sort of stuff. Like, I know I've said that stuff in the past, but this guy's only 26. Yeah. And he's still doing it. Like, he's getting, he's only going to get better. That's the thing with Max. Like, the more time he puts in, I think Frankie can absolutely cause him some problems. And if, that, if those two fought, I'd love to see Frankie win. Mm. I, mean, I would love to see Frankie as a two-time champion. But After I think his, Max uh, is too too young and strong. And he's like, Frankie might be able to get him down, but can he keep him down? And Max's stand-up is causing problems for, for absolutely everyone. everyone. Yeah. Because yeah. when the ref says go, it's the same over 25 minutes where Max's volume in cardio is ridiculous. Yeah. He's this Hawaiian string bean... Warrior, yeah, like just bringing it every time, and just seems to be improving with so, an incredible chin. Mm. You know, with oh, an incre- yeah. that young chin that you know, like you can just eat shots to give shots. Mm. You know, mm. and give them twice as hard and, and in twice as much volume. You could, I could honestly imagine, man, seeing McGregor beating Tony Ferguson at fifty-five, and maybe Max even nudging in there for a shot yeah, at fifty-five. Wow. If they tried to. Promote Max Holloway yeah. as the two-weight world champion. I, He's I, a really good guy. Much. I reckon that yeah. you're yeah. On, you're onto mm. something with that. If uh, uh, no doubt that Connor has to defend that belt, you know, has at, at 55 has to defend that belt. We'll Dan- Dana up. wouldn't even entertain mm. that GSP. Imagine being a two-weight world champion and never defending a belt. Yeah, you know, either of them. Yeah, I think exactly. for his like his street cred is awesome, but. Defended a couple of times. Be one of those champions. Yeah, where yeah definitely. John Jones has done it. Anderson's done it, GSP's done it. Yeah. All the champions have to do it. If you, if you won two, hey, it's epic. Well done to you. But build a legacy now, mate. Yeah. Like, go on with it, you savage. But exactly like what Danny was saying before, I reckon that belt means nothing to Connor. I reckon it, like the, the titles and all that sort of stuff, he couldn't give a fuck about. It'd just be all about like, hey, listen, I'll trade this belt for an extra $15 million, you know, like, I mean... And a way add, bigger audience yeah, and a way, and a way bigger big, show. Exactly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, he... I think... Um, but it's just that the belt so helps him to get those So do you think days. he's champion at 55 at the end of next no, year? No, definitely not. No? Yeah, no. no. Who, who gets no. that one? We were talking... Will someone 55? beat him for it? Is that what you mean? Or yeah, I, I think I think, think Tony no, Ferguson would even beat him. I think he goes I, I the... Like is it w, WMG? What's the... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think he goes go, goes that model, and it's just freak fights from here on out for Connor. I don't, I don't know if it's if he's playing into the sort of purest fan thing of you know defend your belt, like mm. earn your stripe, that sort of shit. He's like, give me the biggest show, give me the biggest paycheck, mm. like give me the biggest promo, like promo behind it, sort of thing. And on forty five, sorry to cut you off, but sorry. I think after watching his last performance, Brian Ortega has to be in that conversation, man. Mm. That mm. fucking like jumping crazy guillotine choke that he did. Was like fucking scary, man. Mm. Like he Can deserves the, the the spider fucking moniker now. Cubs of black belt, yeah, yeah, and a, and a good one. You know, like I mean, has submitted people with some cool, you know, submissions. Many, yeah. many. I think, a time. For, yeah, I think no for I think for mine, scrub. he's he's in in 
like TS fucking conversations Cause now because he's, yeah. he's undefeated. Yeah, yeah he's won everything. Yeah, man. yeah. He's yeah. Had to, and he's had a couple of hard fights to get here. Too. And, yeah. and in stylistically against Max, I reckon that's a cool fight. Yeah, man. oh for yeah. sure. Yeah, here we go. I'm gonna grapple with this Holly. Like, that, can... That's where Max needs to. I, I'd like to see him proven is is in the takedown department. Is mm. in the you know that's where Frankie def- was awesome for defending it. doubles and you know that that was the big question around Connor and then we started to see him getting put on his back by Mendez and all that sort of stuff. So you I really want to you want to see that question week. answered. I actually watched that fight on Connor uh, versus Chad Mendez. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Scrolling that, through YouTube on the, that was on the smart TV, man. That, that was a good fucking fight. He gave it was an awesome and tough, was tough awesome, night out awesome. for sure. Up, yeah, up there with like I was probably second to Nate in terms of the hardest fight he's ever had. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, like, yeah. Chad was with with him like on ten days, and that's where Josh Thompson saw that and just thought Khabib would just yeah. Sp- squash him and like. and that that's the thing that gets really interesting is when Khabib does fight because the way that obviously UFC works is all based around hype you know like I mean so if you want to ride that hype train from your last fight into your next fight you know like or you want to you know like str- streamline it but Tony Ferguson like although all of the hype was behind him you know getting that interim title if Khabib comes out and just dominates you know, like um, uh, Edson. Edson, all of that hype is going to be on Khabib versus Connor, and then Connor effectively, really, I reckon, gets to choose between those two. It, or it, Khabib Tony, do they do they make that and let Connor wait it out? Because that because that was meant to be that fight should have already happened if it wasn't for mm. Khabib missing mm. the way. That was a huge letdown for twenty seventeen. That would have been a massive fight, and still would be to this day like that. So 2018 Tony for 55. Is, Tony That's a, a legit, I love watching Tony. He's legit number one contender. When, is, when has Tony get. Ferguson been in a, a snoozer? Yeah, mm. yeah. That brings it every single time, whether he's getting beaten up and on the ba- on his back trying shit or he's pouring it on someone. Tony Ferguson is dynamic. and Yeah. For 55 as much, because uh, I've, I've been saying it for years, so it would be remiss mm. of me not to predict fucking Khabib to have the title in 2018. Mm. Like, yeah. I've been calling him for years, but he just fucking can't seem to get to the <laughs> yeah. octagon. But. Yeah. Tiramisu gets <laughs> in the way. I've, uh, I've seen... Uh, I, I don't think Tony would try and fuck with Connor on the feet at all, man. I would think he'd be shooting in at all sorts of those, like, Imanari roles. That yeah, he's trying. he doesn't go to Rory, that shit, oh, yeah. Who did he try that on? Not Rory McDonald. I've seen Rory do those, but... Um, Edson He fought Edson yeah. And was shooting in At his legs a lot yeah. I, yeah. I think he could try Try that route Where he's like If I can get this guy To the ground I can catch him Exactly And I, and I know it yeah. and I think Tony can't Connor, Tony, Connor Tony's, know that too Tony's an Eddie Bravo Black belt Like proper in that Sort of like EBI rolling scene And shit like yeah. that man. So he needs to know and that's what anybody who gets in there with Conor McGregor needs to be cautious of, even even Khabib, mm. you know, because Khabib's going to chow sun in him. He's going to come out and just charge him and, and try and get hands on him and then just up and down, gets you know. Like, mm. yeah. But um, obviously Conor's going to be looking for that chin when he comes wading forward. 170? 170 is interesting, man. That's like it went from being an absolute uh, – it still is a shark tank, but just it's different, so different sharks circling, you know what pick. I mean? You got Darren Till waiting in the wings there. You yeah. got fucking Colby Covington on the on the rise. Kamar Usman, like they uh, got eleven there. Neil Magny it? and um, Carlos are going at it on December thirty. Really? Is yeah. that on that card? Yeah, that's wow. on that card that's as well. awesome. We could be talking about those guys next year and Man, they're I'm like, we're talking about the 17th, the 18th, the 19th. Uh, like, yeah, the yeah. Guy in Man, the I'm world. going uh, <laughs> Yancey to be champ. <laughs> like, shout out. Like, no, I'm, I reckon... Uh, Darren Till will be 170 champion by the end of next year. Yeah. He's one KO, one KO away from getting himself 
right in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, like, and he's massive, and he's huge. Like he, he weighed over two hundred pounds when he fought. Uh, yeah. Recently, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cowboy ceremony, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, right. Put him on cowboy the broke yeah. his yeah. nose, yeah, that was brutal. And then fucking did, had the had the shout out on Mike Perry. You know I'm to fight. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. that's that's he, probably he yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably not going to happen. What now. about no. mi- what about middleweight? <sighs> shout middleweight. out Rob. Fucking, did you see any of uh, uh, the beef um, like shit shit talk that Luke? Luke's Luke Rockhold's been throwing at um, nah. Kevin Gastelum and shit. Call oh, it, Kevin call, Gastelum, calling him a midget and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I saw that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he's, he's he's like engaging in wars of words with, and he's got a fight booked. Yeah. You know, but the the war of words is with somebody who's not even like yeah. he's not even fighting against. It's interesting the whole thing that's um, cool, transpired that. with AKA and shit. Like, mm. yeah, he, he's Josh Thompson was good for that yeah. sort of insight, yeah. and he's training because Rockhold's training exclusively with Henry Hoof now. And, oh, and I read something today where he was saying that um, because because basically DC was saying like you can't fucking you know, Vol- tra- training with somebody else and because Volkan is training there. Yeah, Volkan Ozdemir yeah. trains at that same gym, so Rockhold's there sparring with Volkan when he's like, man, I'm, I'm Daniel Cormier, man, I'm Team Captain at AKA. Like yeah. this is your gym. Yeah. What are you fucking doing over there tuning up that guy? It'd be like DC to... bringing in Rob Whitaker to spar and yeah, shit like yeah, that. yeah. yeah. I'm hel- you're yeah. helping. You're a real good fighter, man. And you're helping him tune up my opponent. Like you're yeah. a you're AKA. Yeah, like, gotcha. So yeah, a bit of that sort of shit too, right? Man. And so, like, yeah, I don't know. You got to wonder not having fucking the likes of DC and Kane and fucking those mm. boys to like is is I don't yeah. know. But apparently, Henry Hooft is like you know meant to give him the you know the holes that you know Bisping and shit mm. exploited like the at- advantage there sort of thing. Pick up his game a yeah. little bit, but yeah, I don't know. That that's an interesting one. Who have you got in Rob fucking Rockhold? I reckon I personally think um, all bias aside that Rob will catch him. I just think that you know, yeah, Luke Rockhold striking is is absolutely you know vicious, but I think it's mainly based around the kicks. And I think mm. if Rob can sort of find his chin, and people have found Rob's chin, uh, with found Rockhold's chin, I think mm. he'll I think he'll put him to sleep. That's Rob's mm. go, man. Yeah, like Rob. Yeah. Has found everyone at eighty five so mm. far. <laughs> exactly. Like, and it was interesting to hear Josh Thompson say that like. Because he trained with him a fuckload at AKA, saying that basically he is super arrogant. You know what I mean? And and you saw that massively in that Bisping rematch when he got caught. Like mm. he was just he looked bored in there, man. Like he looked uninterested and just had his hands down and just because you saw what like you know what a fucking performance he put on in Sydney the first mm. time, just dominant. Ended but him. but that for me was that was like you know classic Luke Rockhold was he would always. He wouldn't even engage pretty much until the second round. The whole first round would be this feeling out process where he would just like you know mm. st- stand com- like stand just out of range so he'd get the timing down. He wouldn't he wouldn't put anything into any of his shots or or overcommit to anything. And then as soon as he had that timing worked out, almost like Anderson Silva spec, mm. he'd fucking turn up that aggression mm, and then yeah. and then just put put the lights out. But like yeah, that um, who did he fight? David Branch Ooh. fucking caught him like early and. And Bisping, you know, and, and and those are fucking knockouts, man. Those are knockouts v- at, th- at thirty years old. And, and like. Rob and Rob would sleep David Branch. Exactly. Rob's yeah. got that fucking twenty five year old bang, bang. fucking yeah. fist. Yeah. Behind He's him, in and you know out. I mean? He's like, in and out. He is a scary prospect. I'll, I'll say, Rob will be the champion at yeah. the, at the end of next year. And I, I think that's a, at a, the end of next year. Th- that's 
That's yeah, the like he, he might fight. He'll win when's this fight the, in Feb, fight? Feb, Feb. Feb. So, say so he gets one more in in that time, and then might fight on a New Year's card or something like mm. that. But yeah, I'd, I'd say Rob will still be champion, man. He can beat, he can beat people in that lineup. There's honestly a chance where he may fight Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, most definitely. Who? And wouldn't that be something? Who, Rob, Rob Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Wide, Weidman, line, be, right? Weidman beat yeah. Gastelum, but Weidman might have to fight Jacare or something like that. Like, yeah, you know, Weidman's two, nowhere yeah. near it. You know, no, like, he, I, mean, I mean, he's he's rated above though Gastelum at the moment though. But yeah, does Weidman? What do we see from Weidman in the next couple of years, man? Is uh, he, I feel like he's he's a bit. Like of a shadow of his former self, man. I feel like he took some real damage in those mm. in those couple of losses. The that brutal knee from Yol, was it? It was, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. and then the rock hold fucking ground and pound. I think he just I think he just needs a couple of confidence. And fights. then he took damage again in Maybe. Gastelum fight. Like yeah. Gastelum rocked him. Yeah. in that fight, he got clipped in that fight. But he beat, he beat he, he did I he guess did he subbed him. Man. Well, you know, there you go. Yeah, Weidman is a, still a monster on the yeah, grid. Yeah, yeah. I wish Weidman would go back to getting the. He got obsessed for mine anyway with striking. Striking once he knocked out Anderson Silver and shit. It's like, no nah, man, you're a grappler here with really good ground and pound. Yeah. Like, what are you? All American you going, yeah. wrestler. Well, you got Anderson, yeah, but you know how you got Anderson, mate. Like, yeah. Come on, that sort of went. Like, I knocked out Anderson Silver and he goes out, tries striking with a bunch of savages and ends up punchy. Yeah. I know, <laughs> like you know, I know it's got to ah. be different for combat athletes because it's it's so much more ingrained in the nature of the sport. But even when you know. We had Drew Mitchell on here and he was talking about the time when he busted his ankle and the not just the physical recovery but the psychological recovery that mm. goes with a really bad injury like that. You've got to wonder, man, like getting your fucking light shut out like really, really badly like we've seen happen to Weidman, we've seen happen to a lot of other fighters. Surely that just, you know, can you think of any examples of somebody who's been, you know, Bashed really fucking badly a couple of times and then has gone on a tear after that. Heaps of people, absolutely heaps of people mm. in the USC have done but that. But to like you know make another Tony shot Fer- at the Tony title. Ferguson would would be an example of that. Like he's he's definitely copped. A, I've seen him cop a hiding to somebody at mm. some stage. Yeah, yeah. Matt Brown, yeah, he, he went if, on yeah, a, a people, huge, a huge like win at, streak at, the, at some at stage. At the elite yeah. level, even. Um, some even, people just yeah. get together. Even say Chale, someone, Chale, so, son. Even Chale, like yeah. the ro- like. I, granted, I haven't watched m- much of his Gunner's stuff. Been in, beat up, but yeah, but I'm talking. I'm talking like the horrific ones. I'm talking like uh, Crime R- Rory McDonald. Bigfoot. Like, do you reckon Rory McDonald's been the same since that fucking Robbie oh, fuck, Robbie yeah. Lawler fight? Mate, he's gone over to Bellator and has, has fought really hard. I think Rory has still got. Mate, if they can get if they him. can get Rory McDonald versus Douglas Lima done, that that's it's, it's like done. I'm it, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty sure it's locked. Ah, like, yeah, that's like, booked in for I'm, 2018. I think so. Oh, pretty, yeah. damn, son. Pretty sure. Because that that quite on on its day, or th- there's an argument to be made for it anyway. That that is the you know could potentially be the best 170 pounder on the Rory, planet. Rory McDonald. Who's this other bloke? Excuse my Lima uh, is a Douglas really, really, really well-rounded dude and a good stand-up fighter in Bellator that's sort of in the sort of like is competed with like Paul Daly and some of the high-end mm. UFC guys that have gone over to Bellator. Yeah, he right. sort of banged it out with those dudes and, and he's solid. Like if he went into the to the UFC, he'd fit in in the top 10 and shit. Easy. And compete yeah. At 170. Yeah. At yeah, 170, sure. yeah. He'd fight 
hard against some of those dudes. See, um, Rory even wanted a spot in that heavyweight oh, tourney. <laughs> dude. Man, he's hardcore, eh? Yeah, man. Absolutely super hardcore. Was happy to do it. And happy Ch- to like, do it. I know, like, Chael's gone in, man. Yeah, he, Chael's he's, gone it's in. It's ballsy for him. He's got to fight Rampage in, in the first match in yeah, the yeah. Bellator heavyweight tournament. And that's I can't believe you said Rampage has to cut. I, I to think he, I think he will anyway. Wow! I, I think he, he he looked enormous in those at that press conference yeah. and shit, man. He looked like a fucking big boy. Yeah. You know, Ch- Chael would be walking. Around. He's Chael said he wants to fight at two sixteen. Is what he's going to fight right. at. And he's like, I could, is that all? He goes, I might lose a couple of pounds and get to two sixteen. He goes, I just want to be in that optimum. I think that yeah. could be the best for me here, and that's where Bader and King Mo and those guys are in that that's tournament. True. Man, where that's true. Seems funny to me though in the matchmaking. I don't I know. I don't know why they, they did it, I, and I don't know why they've done it. I think these dudes should have been on opposite sides of the draw because it probably could have been a likely grand final in this. Yeah. They did Mitrione v Nelson in the first round uh, of this tournament. Yeah. It's like, yep. Yep. Is that not one and two seed in this tournament? You got Fedor, Frank Mir, King Mo, Bader, Chael Sonnen, and Rampage. Fuck. Are those two not the yeah, number one and two mate, seeds? Put oh, them on the other side. Maybe Frank Mir off the TRT could get slept. Yeah. Fedor maybe on the on the way out. Maybe Mitrion Fedor was pretty wild. Yeah. They both dropped each other. So and anything like always happens Fedor, at heavyweight. Yeah. Anything always happens at heavyweight. And and who does Frank Fe- who does Fedor get in the first round in that? Frank Mir, I think he's got. That's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd watch the shit. Oh, out bro, of that, absolutely. Fedor v Mir, like, yeah. Frank Mir's one of those stalwarts. Dan Henderson v Fedor, how good was that? Yeah. But the thing of it is, is that even though it's a heavyweight tournament, it's sort of like you don't have any Francis Ngannou sort of characters that are in that sort of lineup to the point where a guy, a over beefed up 205 pounder like Rampage, could potentially take it out. You know, like, I mean, could potentially just sleep a couple of guys, get his way to the final, and then, you know, have more gas in the tank than bloody Roy Nelson. You, you mentioned know? before uh, we get to yeah, Francis, yeah. give me, because it'd be remiss of us not to mention the women. So give me quick, quick rapid fire. Who, who's your, your 2018 champs for the three women's divisions? Jeez. Joanna. Oh, well, obviously, Cyborg just has that strap as long as she wants it. You for. don't reckon Holly uh, gives her a run no, for money? Not, not even in the slightest. No, I don't think so yeah, at all. I'd, I'd say Cyborg would be able to wear her down in a stand-up fight. Cyborg, you reckon Rose Rose holds on to it? No, I'd say Joanna will have the belt at the end of Joanna gets it back. Yeah, yeah you reckon yeah. Joanna gets it back? Yeah, I think yeah, I might, might have got might, had a terrible weight cut from all reports, like right, hospital esque, like yeah, sort of gotcha, thing. Like, gotcha. oh, look, she's cut the management team that she was with. Like, she's like, no, no, no. I'm, ne- I'm like, I think she might have tried something new. And was like, no, I'm, ne- I'm never cutting weight or b- being associated with any of those guys ever again. Uh, like, that, that was a fucking yeah. nightmare. Like, yeah, what was that? Like, yeah. And ended up out. getting beat down. I think she could, there'll be, inevitably be a rematch. I think she's almost, would she fight five or six times for defences? She probably deserves an automatic rematch. 100% mm. she does. Yeah, got definitely. Caught. definitely. Yeah. I'd rather see that than anyone else in that list. Yeah, yeah that'll be a F- tricky mental one. Herrig v. From. Rose, like anyone? Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Women's flyweight I basically know no one Other than a homegrown hero Beck Rawlins yeah. So shout out Beck yeah. Fucking yeah. Ready, Get, get ready that back. fucking strap Yeah, yeah. Re- Read that message <laughs> <laughs> Shout out There's yeah. a, there's a yeah. guest spot If you if you ever got the time um, And light heavyweight Fucking 
DC's no, got is it's DC hard. booked for Vulcan? Yeah, depends if DC's still going at I this time think, next year. I don't think know? he is because when uh, Glover won on the weekend, he called DC out. He was like, you yeah, know, mutual nah. respect, but he's like, let, let no, the old guys bang. He's, he's booked for that. Yeah, um, Glover's sleeping under a rock, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A lot. he's booked for that. Um, that's Glover's CTE. Man. That uh, Francis Ngannou <laughs> versus Stipe card. Glover is or DC? Is? DC and Vulcan uh, is, is that the co card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacked. What a, a stack. They always take Dana. By the, yeah, yeah Dana loves, going, loves getting, Boston, man. Getting it by the ball. Yeah. 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 205's a tough one, eh? It's like uh, you take John out of there and there's not a whole lot of star power. But um, I'll go uh, Beast in 25 8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Anderson. You'll be Corey Anderson. Fuck yeah. You're going to grind the shit OSP. Out of him. <laughs> he can make a no. run for it. No. Nah. Nah, he just never seems to get yeah. it together at the right time. Yeah, I, no, I, I, it's I, either one of the top two there on the if, page. If you're it's right, no one only, else beats them. Yeah, yeah. If we're only Alexander talking 12 Gustafson. months. Yeah, I think DC still has it. Stipe Ngannou's been made. Ngannou, oh shit, I, I'm all aboard the hype train for him. Uh, but you listen to Stipe, he was on Joe Rogan's MMA potty like yeah, this I week. And he's one, like, yeah. he's a big bunch of men. I fought Mark Hunt, I fought JDS, like. Stipe isn't getting caught up in it at all. He's like, yes. I've fought dude that punched really hard. Man. Yeah. I'm good, but see, to Francis me, to is me, a it, fucking monster. Yeah. Man. To like, me, it sounded like fighter talk, man. I it, think, was, it was, it yeah. was, and he has he has to say that. But at the same yeah. time, I think he's sort of he's a pretty relaxed customer, Stipe, by the sounds of it. Like, I think, oh fuck yeah, he's not getting caught up in it. But the second he feels it, he'll know about it. Yeah, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Steve, like this guy is the next superstar in waiting. So like, yeah, for guaranteed. our for our uninitiated, give the mm. give the spiel on um, Francis. There's a guy from Cameroon in Africa who moved to France a couple of years ago, who chose to live on the streets. Was homeless. Yeah. Was, Homeless broke. guy, yeah, mo- homeless and broke, moved from Africa to France to try and like create a new life. Just walked past a boxing gym and went in, and in the space of like two years, is here <laughs> in the fucking UFC. Like, Jesus. no experience at all. Just this, and put a put a knockout like, on fucking one a of former K one world champion. Yeah, like, exactly. One of the baddest men yeah, on fucking like planet Earth. Proper K one striker who weighs one hundred and sixteen kilos. Yeah. In Alistair Overeem, yeah, who just slept him and <laughs> made him sti- you know what's crazy, stiff as a board crazy in the first about round. that fight for me. In the tail of the tape, fucking um, Overeem was actually heavier. He came in at like two sixty or something, and really? fucking and uh, and um, Francis was two fifty. But to me, Francis looked a way bigger dude, man. Yeah. You just have to look at some of the um, some of the stills that came out. Following that fight, and there's like one of you know mid uppercut and fucking it's just, just you know every muscle tense. Brad yeah. Pitt fucking um, Brad Pitt snatch styles, you know where he gets knocked out by the big pikey boxer and he's like horizontal in the air and it's like basically like that. And then one of like Francis just walking away and he's just got these fucking feet on him, man, that are mm. just like these giant fucking feet carrying this enormous frame, and it's just like. I think I sent Brycey a message like fucking not so long after it and I was like, could you imagine just like walking around knowing you had this, the like w- knowing how big you were and the skill set that you had to go mm. go with that, you would just in, in no situation would you feel intimidated. No, like, I mean, no, maybe no. if you were, you know, hanging around with a bunch of gangbangers with automatic yeah, weapons yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah. Unless somebody so had rela- a weapon, yeah. they would not be able to fuck with I that. I think it would right? be so relaxing. <laughs> not, good, yeah. not, not that I walk around thinking I'm going to get in yeah, fights yeah, or anything yeah. like that. Checking you know, if it's like, 
any one of these people who'd want to try something. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna like work. look, they'll, relax. they'll get woken like, up in the good. ear. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll just go to the body, and and, and that that'd be almost the the scary thing about your ability to have is yeah. that you, you sort of almost be like, oh shit, oh, like I don't want to kick this guy too hard oh, because man. you know, like, like if, I mean, if, you know the the like Brisbane thing of one punch can kill, like yeah, exactly. some twenty one year old throwing hands yeah. in, in the Fortitude yeah. Valley can kill yeah. somebody. Yeah, Francis Ngannou can kill somebody with a sixty percent jab. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know yeah. What I mean? just bang like, lead left, like, just this, um, throwing a hundred percent. I like at some bloke in the valley on a on a Friday night. Well, that's like <laughs> Joe. Ro- that's like Joe Rogan's joke. Like some dudes heckling him when Dan Henderson's in the crowd, and he's like. Hey man, if you don't shut up, Dan Henderson's down the front here. I'll get him to hold you down while I fuck your girlfriend. And like, <laughs> fucking everyone like roars with laughter, and Dan Henderson just stands up and he's like, "Why would I hold him down when I can just stare him down?" <laughs> <laughs> That's alright. Yeah, you can just look at him like, "Oh no, I fucked up." Like, yeah. this, this guy could bash me. Like, yeah. if you saw Dan Henderson in a pub, like, oh, you're not about to get in a fight with him. Not bloke. ever, not ever. Dan Henderson, yeah, even would... if you didn't know him, no, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah, like, yeah. This that, dude looks serious. Yeah, look at that guy's ears. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. He's old and yeah, yeah, up. yeah, like, yeah. Uh-oh. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-oh. Dan Henderson would be a, a cool cat to hang around, man. Oh, big it, time, man. Yeah, he'd be a cool guy. He surfs as well. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Who's um. I was going to say, uh, I was going to say, it's sort of a sporting moment, but another highlight of 2017 for me was the Kelly Slater wave pool, man. Seeing, Ooh, seeing that, that shit come this get year? done. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah was, that was this year. That was incredible. Right, that, for me, that's like, oh, fuck, there's, there's something on the way in the future, you know what I mean? Something that's open to the consumer that, yeah. like, granted, it would never be as good as having it fucking completely to yourself, like having to line up for a Dreamworld spec, but. Fuck, that'd be awesome if you could just paddle onto a perfect wave. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're really starting to see. Um, Childhood dreams come true and shit. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. where's these hoverboards you know, at? Yeah, like? but you, you know all that sort of stuff that like, exactly like that of Beyond Two Thousand, where you know it was always like the these futuristic things that you were promised that that weren't really ever materializing. But I feel like like now we're sort of we're starting to see some of that shit, yeah. like Kelly yeah. Slater's wave pool and stuff, where they're really fine tuning shit to a level where you're just like, oh, like that that actually is the real deal. Yeah, Bitcoin man, buy up. Isn't that like, crazy? No, no, no. <laughs> I was trying to get my head around <laughs> oh, Bitcoin I know for like nothing. a couple of oh, months yeah. now. Yeah. I'll go on record here and say, look, I haven't. <laughs> I've heard of it. I've heard of Bitcoin mm. and, the, and the concept, but I've looked into it. I had some. Oh, I just haven't. I, I just some, haven't looked yeah. into it. I haven't dug deeper into that. I'm it's like, it's nah, one of those nah, things. It's like I don't know. You know, it's it's one of those things that I think you need to. It's a whole new language that you need yeah. to try and learn, yeah. even to understand the concept of it. Because I, I, yeah. I work in like sort of tech projects, and I had a um, uh, a few work drinks on Friday night talking to one of the. Um, I don't think he's a technical guy, but obviously, you know, he's he's got the knowledge and shit, and he's invested sixteen sixteen and a half k in in Bitcoin, or well, not in cryptocurrencies. So there's apparently more than Bitcoin now. There's right. like Ripple and all this different yeah. shit, and it's basically the blockchain and all this sort of stuff. Like, and I and I can grasp like these tiny bits of it, but then I, he just loses me, and I'm like, fuck. But how does that actually translate into like you getting that out of the bank in Aussie, Aussie dollars? dollars yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. But, to, it's 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 one of those things that it seems like fuck. I think everybody's like all these people who know that language and who know what they're talking about are going to be ahead of the curve from everybody else. I guess it's like shares. You know, you never yeah. know when shit's going to go belly up. Is but it a, is it ahead? Yeah, is it ahead of the curve or the people that 
aren't cashing out now aren't going to make any dough. You know I, I mean? I, if it crumbles in I'll two, and a, two and a half years... <laughs> Yeah, I'll call it for the ladder. And because two, two we don't have any Bitcoin, time, we, yeah. we kind of want to call it for yeah, the ladder yeah, yeah. because you don't want some that, shit that you're not hip to getting yeah. everybody else reckon, rich quick. They got 18 mil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 18 mil, man. I, yeah. I reckon you're Hadn't not, heard of it. You're not talking, <laughs> Hadn't heard of it. <laughs> I reckon you're not talking about a bust, like a bust scenario where it just, your Bitcoin doesn't exist next year or anything like that. I just think that as economies of scale work with anything that like when everything is just burning hot and you know everybody's getting into it that's when you need to be getting out of it because mm. that's when there's a, a correction coming you know so and more uh, and more bitcoins and cryptocurrencies yeah and now, now we exactly. got litecoin we're on yeah. we're well, on this coin here yeah. it's like well that's apparently like if you wanted to get in now you don't buy bitcoin you buy one of the others that are up right. and coming or whatever yeah. 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 so yeah. it's like shares right yeah. Like, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. here comes West Farmers baby we're going up <laughs> yeah. get in like uh, Bunk what, gang. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some whole lot of gang shit <laughs> Nah, Sam. Uh, no, it's been a, it's been a fucking solid twenty seventeen, man. It's crazy how quick the shit always goes. You know what I mean? It mm. feels like yesterday you were just doing your New Year's resolutions twenty seventeen, and then boom, done. Do you have any twenty eighteen as we come in? Twenty eighteen, uh, yeah, like a couple of different things, but um, I don't know, just more more of the same, really. Like career goals, health and fitness goals, that sort of shit. That's like good day to day shit. Good, yeah. good to have shit yeah. to work towards. I'm a big New Year's resolution person. Probably haven't thought it like all the way through as to for 2018 yet. But yeah, I don't know if it's cool New Year's resolution. I think it's good to just kind of remind yourself of your goals every now and then. Like I think the whole New Year's resolution thing's a bit stupid actually. It's like the gym, the fucking gym population explodes in January and then by February everybody's over, yeah. over yeah. it sort of like, thing. So yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think I think it's 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 good to have goals and it's good to check in with those every now and then. Even if you just write shit down, write a couple of action steps that okay, I'm gonna start implementing this into my day or or that and and that will hopefully, you know, get me closer to something. But you know, goals aren't always everything. You've got to be happy with the moment and shit like that as well. Mm, for sure. For sure. Couple of guests we've had on in 2017. Shout out! Let's give some shout outs. Yeah, Man, shout w- out. One person that we didn't shout out, who I think we should, is April Adams, who came on the on the podcast with with Ben Wynn and has managed to win an Australian boxing title this year because she was challenging for that title previous to our podcast with her, and she's since gone on to win that and defend that title, and that is a, a sensational achievement. So shout out April. Absolutely, yeah. April's on our list. So 2017, we had. Um we had Uncle Keithy for fucking giving us all the all the insight <laughs> on, the on guns. guns. Yeah. We had we had to cut him off at about yeah. three hours because <laughs> <laughs> he was just getting warmed up at that point. But I think it was it was becoming pretty politically yeah. incorrect. So. And it, uh, it, it ended in an absolute motter as well. But that's a, that's a story for, for us to tell on his return out. Uh, I mean, like the the TKO regulars, we got Justin Benny. Jakey from Stonehand Cold Press. Always a pleasure to have those boys on. Pat- Fueled the podcast. Yeah, Paddy Buck had a hit out after his uh, Great Wall of China marathon. That was still that going. Was a he's good one, man. Got some triathlons and shit. Twenty eighteen, yeah. too big year for him. Dallin Murphy, he's, he's always there. Fucking up up there for mine. Like that was that was a great one. Enjoyed that. He's kicking goals, un- undoubtedly. Ben Ten and April, obviously great great get for us. Number eight eight ranked UFC fighter, our first UFC fighter. So that's that's a good. TKO gold tick for the fucking 2017 Absolutely. calendar year. They were really cool people too. Really enjoyed that. 
And on the uh, keeping with the fight theme, Sean Johnson and uh, and Josie James, both both a couple of savages in their own Legends, right. Yeah, <laughs> They've never met two of them, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Both absolutely. of those boys are fucking legends in their yeah, own right. Yeah. yeah, some individuals right there. And uh, probably up there with your favourites, I'd imagine, Briss old Chris Lynn. Cri- Australian Huge. cricketing extraordinaire. Massive. D- Down-to-earth bloke. Down-to-earth uh, Everything you'd hope when you meet someone. Yeah. Off, on, that you know who's... Uh, who is someone You know what I mean yeah. A lot of people say Never, never meet your heroes I'll, I'll just let you down If anyone ever met Linny And he was their hero He's not going to let you down Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? he, yeah. he did just come across As a really genuine bloke Didn't he It was, it was awesome Yeah, yeah really And two bloke. really hard Hard working genuine blokes In uh, in Brad Trainer And Tommy West as well Tommy West was the last guest we had That's right Yeah, yeah. That's Bigger yeah. things coming it's, yeah. it's a crazy list When you look at it In reflection like that That you know You really have gotten The opportunity to meet Some fantastically in- Interesting people and, and yeah It's been it's been real good Real good No and we appreciate Everybody for, for Sticking with us And, and having a list and uh, hopefully bring you more in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, peeps. Bye for now.